Happy Wednesday, family. Welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. It's time for our midweek message. I'm reporting to you live from the Workhorse HQ in Edmonds, Washington, and I am, I guess, excited about today's conversation. Um, I think it can bring a lot of healing and a lot of understanding where needed, but at the same time, too, um, it was uncomfortable, and we're going to talk about it in a second. But before we get to that, I want to say thank you to all of our new listeners um, and those of you all who maybe this is your first time or one of your few first times tuning into the Between the Dream podcast, I ask that you subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening on to our returning listeners. Thank you all so much as well. Cool Brother One, thank you for the shout out recently on Twitter. Shout out to hey, one of my good friends, man. Look, it, it's crazy when your friends actually listen to your stuff, right? Support your work, man. Shout out to my brother, Ricky Bo. Um, not to be confused with Reggie Bo, but shout out to my brother, Ricky, man. Um, uh, we were sitting down yesterday talking. I came and stopped by his restaurant and he mentioned something from one of the podcast episodes recently. And I was like, oh, shoot, you listen. That was dope. So, yeah, no, it always means something when I think, you know, you got people close to you that take the time to, you know, value what you have to say and what you put out into this space and into the world. So thank you to all of you all who continuously show love means the world to me. So I want to jump into this conversation real quick. And this conversation actually focuses around conversations. They are sometimes hard, difficult, um, uncomfortable. Uh, I think if we can be honest, whether it is from a standpoint of pride or ego or fear, um, there is something there that causes us not to want to have conversations. For some of us, it's anger and frustration, thinking about how um, we don't have a very long fuse when it comes to what is going to cause us to snap off in a conversation or whatever the case might be. But I want to do this. I want to encourage you all with this one thought of embracing the idea of having the conversation. Now, hear me doesn't have to happen immediately, but I think over a period of time, conversations can be beneficial, and this is why. So over the last year, I had a situation take place um, where, and I might have talked about it on the podcast last year, episode um, where I told you I, uh, there was this guy who, older guy in my neighborhood, in my community, who when I'm outside working out um, off of one of the strips that I'm usually on, um, would either stare at me from a distance when he saw me and shake his head in what I deemed to be disgust, or sometimes he would drive past me, slow down, and when he did, he would do the same thing. And so, um, y'all know me, man. If y'all really know me, y'all know I'm with the smoke, man. I invite it, and I'm like, listen, knuck if you buck, because, you know, millennials, we can go either way, right? One minute we are like, hey, let's bring peace and unity to the world. Next minute we turn into Seth Rollins, and we like, burn it down. So, you know, it depends on the day for me. <laughs> yeah. And so I always in Chicago, we, we say, um, you know, we say uh, be safe and stay dangerous. Right. And so that's my motto. I'm always keeping my head on the swivel, even though I love everybody. Right. You just like you never know what's going to pop off. So I kind of kept that same thought process for the last year. 
Now, with that being the case, I pay attention to certain things when it comes to moments like this. You know, what kind of car is this person driving? What are the license plates? If I ever need to do X, Y, and Z when it comes to having documentation, yada, 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 let's make sure that we got this in place. And so I, um, I have a good sense of the who's who when it comes to moments like this. And for this particular individual, I had that. So Monday, though, interestingly enough, what ended up happening was I ran into this individual's wife. And I only knew that because of the fact that part of my run the wife was there and um she was just so happened to be walking their their dog and um i saw the car pull up i didn't pay any attention i just kind of kept it moving or whatever and um i ended up coming up to her and i'm like hey did you come out of this car up here she was like yeah i was like i'm not sure if that's your wife if you're so your wife i'm not sure if that is your um father or your husband uh but i was like yo like I, i feel like I either did something that made him upset or, you know, he's doing X, Y, and Z. She goes into this whole, you know, conversation piece around how, like, yes, I am married to that cranky old man. And she then further kind of goes into some of the issues. And I'll, I'll leave that, you know, um, you know, private. But essentially, there are some actual, like, um, physical issues that have caused, like, I guess, a mood shift um, as far as like the body and the brain for this particular individual. And so with that being the case, though, um, it led to a greater conversation between this man's wife and myself. And I thought it was really dope just to be able to talk to her because it, it led me to a space of in me getting over all of the stuff that I just gave you narrative wise about how I'm ready, crime mob on deck, young bloods, what's good, like all of that, and just putting that to the side and simply being able to come up and say, hey, um, this is what I've noticed and this is what I'm feeling. Um, did something happen? Is everything okay? What's going on? And I think if for me, um, there was a part in the conversation where she actually mentioned how she was grateful for me coming up and saying something to her. She was like, oh my God, I see you working out all the time. It's just so amazing. Um, you know, just to see your consistency and commitment, yada, yada, yada. And um, she was like, after that, she was like, I'm really grateful that you stopped and said something to me today. And um, she alluded to the fact that, you know, even with conversation sometimes being massively uncomfortable, definitely when you're talking about things like this, right? Um, they're needed. And so she was like, I'm just really grateful for you actually stopping and saying something to me and talking to me. And of course, y'all know me, I carry such an empathetic heart. So I, um, I, 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 I didn't ever want to approach the conversation in a way that would be vile. And it wouldn't have been with her, it would have been with the husband, you know, depending on how he responds. But I was like, that's just not, that's not the move for me, right? Because I can say all of that. And at the end of the day, I can still say that, you know, I love people. And for me, I understand that, you know, as a gatekeeper for so many people in so many different ways and spaces, it's important to remember at its core, what your calling and what your purpose is when it comes to how you can either break or build bonds or break and build gaps and bridges. And um, that was my that was my message for myself on Monday after running away from that conversation because I was literally in the middle of a run. But it got me to thinking about us as people. Um, for me personally, I over the last year wonder, is the guy racist? Um, is he, you know, ageist? <laughs> is he an ism? Like, is it something there when it comes to, 
you know, like his own personal experiences, whatever, like all of these thoughts run through the mind because you're literally trying to play process of elimination to figure out why the negative interactions continue to happen. And I'm glad that I didn't run with any of those because I was able to kind of get a greater understanding, understanding some of his ailments and the things that he has going on as far as brain and actual like, you know, obviously I talk so much about mental health. And one of the things that we talk about from a cognitive standpoint is, you know, um, it's one thing to talk about it with younger people, but the actual brain and mental decline of individuals as they age out and as they get older. And um, yeah, it, it really got me to thinking, how can we as individuals start to press into those uncomfortable conversations with people around us. And uncomfortable doesn't necessarily mean that it's like a bad situation. It could just simply be addressing certain things that you see or that you desire. Maybe it's in your marriage. Maybe it's with your family. Maybe it's with a sibling. Maybe it's, you know, friends who carry toxic traits in ways and and you want to say something to them or you want to address a certain thing. Like these uncomfortable conversations are a must if we talk about being able to continue to move forward and make things better, we've got to sometimes be able to embrace those uncomfortable conversations. And so that is my message for you all today. Who do you need to talk to? What do you need to talk about? Have you been holding on to something for entirely too long? And this is the beauty, conversations with certain things, depending on the brevity of them, they don't need to be had right away. You can take time to think things through, which is what I did. You know, even in that moment of seeing the wife, I definitely felt like there was an urging for me to say something to her, to ask her. But even in the process of running, you know, 100 meters to catch up, well, not even catch up to her, but to run past her as I was headed back that way anyway, just kind of thinking in my head, okay, spirit lead me like God got my mind and my my heart and my head on what to say so that when it comes out of my mouth, it, it's conversation that brings soothing and healing and not more discord and, 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 and dissension. So, man, I want y'all to consider that when it comes to your own personal life. That's my message for you all today. If this helped in any way, shape or form, make sure to share it with a friend, share it with somebody, share it on the social. You can reach me at Richard Taylor Jr. on Instagram, Richard L. Taylor Jr. on Facebook and LinkedIn at Truly Taylor Made on Twitter. And of course, my website, RichardTaylorJr.com. If you go there, don't forget to grab some merch. I got my books as well, seven of them bad boys. And I'm getting ready to work on number eight if I can ever figure out what the conversation is going to be. <laughs> but until then, I'll talk to you all on Friday. You're not losing in life. You're not failing. You're simply between the dream.